There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Let's come back to the discussion about evolution and creation. And our guest this next few minutes, Dr. Jim Mason, who's a nuclear physicist. He comes from Canada and has been in Australia talking to audiences around the nation all about this issue of creation and evolution. Hello, Jim Mason. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Jim, let's talk about some of the common questions that you're addressing. And as a nuclear physicist, I guess you've got to have your mind around a whole lot of different areas of science. Uh, Issues to do with genetics, issues to do with biology. I guess there's going to be one side of the argument that says all that points to evolution. But, of course, you're coming with a different angle, a different perception altogether, saying that these things actually are by the hand of God and his creation. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, genetics and biology are the areas that clearly show that the evolutionary account of our origins cannot possibly be correct. Now, I'm obviously not a biologist or a geneticist. I'm a physicist. So I haven't been exposed to what's taught in schools about these. So, So I've had to think about them logically on my own and by reading what other people have written about them. And, and it's actually, surprisingly enough, the commentary by evolutionists themselves that, if you think about it logically, demonstrates this pretty clearly. For example, an evolutionist has said, we now know that the secret of life isn't in the chemistry, but it's in the biological information. And we know that biological information cannot come into existence spontaneously, There is no known law of physics which can create information out of nothing. But as he says, we know that the secret of life is the biological information, the information in our uh, genetic code, in our DNA. And, And it is so, that code is so complicated, we still haven't unraveled it. So if it, if it can't come into existence spontaneously based on the law of physics, it must have been created. I imagine there are new discoveries that are happening all the time when it comes to issues to do with genetics and with biology and indeed in your own fields of nuclear physics. When there are new discoveries, does everybody gather around the journal items and uh, discuss these things? Uh, when there's new light that comes, does, does it sometimes actually shed light in such a way that it does actually point to the hand of a creator rather than this evolutionary theory? Yeah, well, there again, I think genetics does that quite clearly. Uh, for example, um, geneticists, secular geneticists, have looked at uh, what they call mitochondrial DNA, which is the DNA 
in the mitochondria in our cells, the mitochondria being the parts of our cells that, that generate the energy for our cells to actually do stuff, uh, this mitochondrial DNA is passed down from mothers only. So if uh, a mother has daughters, she passes her DNA down, and her daughter will then pass it on to her offspring. But if she has only sons, then her mitochondrial DNA disappears from the gene pool. And secular geneticists have analyzed the mitochondrial DNA from uh, people around the world and determined that we did indeed all come from one woman, and they refer to as mitochondrial Eve. And on the flip side of that, um, uh, they've looked at the DNA in the Y chromosome, which is the chromosome that um, determines men to be men, and they've looked at that from people groups around the world and determined that uh, all of us alive today, in terms of men at least, have come from one man. And they refer to him as Y-chromosomal Adam. So that's perfectly consistent with what we would expect from the biblical account. Now, the evolutionists uh, ascribe a time to those people, which is different from what we would get from the biblical account. They suggest that uh, we migrated out of, uh, using the mitochondrial DNA information, they, they suggest that we migrated out of Africa eh, about starting about 130,000 years ago. Now, if you think of that in terms of generations, with 30 years per generation, that's over 4,000 generations. Other evidence from genetics uh, concerning the number of new mutations that occur each generation indicate that our fitness as a species because of this mu increasing mutational load is decreasing at the, about the rate of 1% per generation, which means that in over 4,000 generations, our fitness would have decreased from 100% to an incredibly small 10 to the minus 19th. So we would have already gone extinct. On the other hand, if you look at the number of generations since creation in the Bible, it's only about 155, in which case our fitness would have only decreased to about 21%. Now, whether those numbers are exactly right uh, is maybe uh, discussable, but they clearly indicate that if the numbers, if the decrease in fitness is anywhere near being right, we could not have possibly been um, evolving for 130,000 years. What you're saying is that genetics and biology actually fits with the biblical model. And if you try to apply an evolutionary model to the genetics and the biology, you've actually come up against impossibilities. Yes, that's right. Uh, to me, genetics and biology actually t completely contradict the evolutionary account of history, but are completely consistent with the biblical account. So for people who are studying science, the textbook says one thing. Where do you find out this sort of information? How do you get equipped to be able to bring to the table uh, different ideas about this level of science? Well, I can certainly highly recommend the uh, website for creation.com. There are over 10,000 articles available on that website written with respect to all different scientific disciplines. The uh, web address is creation.com, so that's not too hard to remember. And when you get on there, uh, there are lists of article or lists of topics and lists of articles that uh, you can read to become equipped to answer these kinds of questions. Dr. Jim Mason, nuclear physicist. Jim, always good getting your insights into these issues. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. It's been my pleasure indeed. 
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.